Yo, this is your girl, Miss Tech. And this is your girl, Barefoot Gypsy. And this is Unfiltered Facts. Eating butt is not a sin. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, yo. <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Flock, back at you yet again with another episode of unfiltered facts you know what i'm saying this is episode 16 if i'm not believed like i said unfiltered facts but only the real can relate my the date of me recording this was uh december the 2nd of 2019 yes we're almost in 2020 i'll try to definitely get i'm definitely gonna get another one up before the end of the year uh because i wanted to do some uh some special related topics you know what I'm saying some decade related topics and then i had some couple good people uh hit me up on instagram and, and gave me some good suggestions so i'm gonna roll with that and i'm gonna do some stuff and i gotta do research all that good old shit because i I hate to forget stuff and then after i've done it it'd be like oh god damn i forgot i forgot to add this in there and of course you can't retract so it's like it's what it is so um Shout out to all the different platforms that you listening to this on. Y'all could be anywhere else, but you here listen, you know what I'm saying, listening to me. I definitely appreciate that. Shout out to Anchor, you know, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you listening to this on, man, Stitcher, all those platforms, man. We all over the place. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh shout out to the ladies that joined me the last the last podcast that I did. Shout out to Gypsy. Uh, shout out to uh, Miss Tech Not Fancy, y'all some real ones, man. It's it's always good to to switch things up because I'm typically doing this solo all the time. I'm doing it solo, and I felt like that was a good thing, man. Hopefully y'all enjoyed that, and if y'all did, always hit your boy up on Twitter, man, at Flock2K, man. Let me know what y'all what y'all like, what y'all don't like. All that feedback is is welcome, yo. Don't feel like you you don't have to, you know you don't have a voice here because I like to I like to have this podcast somewhat interactive. And uh, if I get enough people hitting me up on stuff, I'll do a straight, like a straight interactive uh, episode, man. So just answering y'all's questions, doing shit like that, man. And as I'm getting them, I can do it like that, you know. So, yeah, man, it was cool because it felt like it didn't feel like an interview, didn't feel like nothing. It just felt like a good conversation. And I always had like it's good to have a good conversation with people you actually respect on an intellectual level. Of course, that's always a great thing. So. Without further ado, we're going to get started. I got, it feel like I got a lot of shit, man, but it, when I look at it, I'm probably going to get through this, man. So whether you're listening to this and you whip, you know, that's your car for those who not in the know. If you listen to this while you're doing homework or, you know, you cleaning the crib or you cooking or whatever, man, either way, I'm going to get y'all through this, man, and hopefully y'all enjoy this. Hopefully, uh, if y'all notice something different in the podcast, state it if something sounds different now let me stop i ain't flexing nothing i did get a new mic because uh the mic that i had i just didn't like the way i sounded on it uh so hopefully this sounds a lot more crisp a lot better i had to treat myself black friday um before i start man how many of y'all um how many of y'all actually you know enjoyed your thanksgiving thanksgiving came and went uh i did see some people posting their little nasty looking uh turkeys i did <laughs> i did see that I'm not gonna lie, a couple of them look nice, but a f- quite a few of them look like I'm like, this, this is your first time, huh? I seen one turkey, man. That shit was so black. He, I'm like, I don't want to hear the excuse about you smoked it, and they're like, yeah, you smoked it, I right. smoked turkey supposed to have dark brown color on it. It's not supposed to look black. That shit, that shit was so black. If 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 oh my god, that shit looked like somebody basted it with like 10W30 motor oil, bro. That's what that shit looked like. 
some man, I seen a black ass turkey. I was like, I'm seeing it all, yo. This turkey was black. It looked like the cartoon shit when <laughs> they they leave it in the oven too long, they take it out as black as hell. Like some three stooges shit, bro. But um <clears throat> as always, if you're new here, I must warn you, I do speak, I speak that shit, man. I don't pull no punches. I do sip my water like I'm about to do now. I do not like having a dry ass desert throat while I'm talking and doing this shit by yourself. You don't have nobody to play off of. So, yeah, without any further ado, like I said before, let's get into this shit, man. I'm going to start off with some music stuff because the majority of stuff I was I was going over, man, I was looking at. It was a lot of music stuff going on um, <clears throat> on Instagram, which I'm starting to be a lot more active on. Uh, follow me on Instagram at flock.leader, you know, if you haven't already. Um, I did my top 10 albums There was this thing going on I seen Ninth Wonder doing it A couple other people doing it Top 10 albums uh, that impacted your life You're doing the 10 albums in 10 days challenge I seen Jamel Hill doing it as well So I was like you know what I'm going to do this too Because people ask me about music all the time A lot of people A lot of you all that that's in tune now you, you fuck with me because of my music You know my music taste Knowledge whatever you want to call it Or my opinions Um I did my my 10, and I'll just read them off real quick. Um, I'm, they're in no particular order. When I numbered them, I was just numbering them because, you know, when it came to me, I just did them that, that day. Um, I did uh, Ready to Die by Notorious B.I.G. And like I said, when before I, hold on, before I do this, these albums are albums that impacted me in different times during my life. They're not my favorite albums of all time, although a few of them are, but... They just impacted me. Like, just because something impacted don't mean it's your favorite. It's just what it did for you during that time. So, let me start off by saying that. Uh, like I said, I had B.I.G., Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill by, of course, Lauren Hill. Uh, I had Illmatic by Nas. I got uh, East 1999, Eternal, Bone Thugs and Harmony. I got Confessions by Usher. The Infamous by Mob Deep. Uh, the Chronic, Dr. Dre. Uh, AT Aliens by Outkast, Reasonable Doubt by Jay Z, and The College Dropout by uh, Kanye West. So, those are the albums that uh, Im- impacted me the most. That uh, you know that I put on there, and a lot of people was like, "Yo, I, I fucks with that. I pro- I got this." And people was responding with theirs and stuff like that. I, like I said, I love the feedback. I love the interaction on social media. That's like my favorite part of it. That's like just like with this podcast when people send me like voice questions or they hit me up on twitter or instagram and ask me stuff and i answer it on the podcast which you all will hear in a little bit um someone linked me a, a youtube video this was like really recent like i just seen this before i started recording this someone um no this i take that back this was um this was a few days ago some someone linked me a youtube video on twitter and someone talked about certain artists being overrated and falling off and the names Lauren Hill and Andre 3000 came up. Now, this came up and I listened to it and I listened to it and I listened to it before I reacted because many of you may or may not know I love me some Lauren Hill. And I also have stated many of times that Andre 3000 is my favorite, my favorite MC, my favorite living MC. He's my favorite MC that's living, currently living right now. Because Biggie is my favorite of all time. But this was mainly in part because Lauren Hill only made one album. One solo album. Because she, she did like two with the Fugees. 
and uh, 3000 never did an official solo album. Of course, we know about the Love Below, and that technically was a double. Dad in the speaker box, a double, and it was a solo, but it was still an Outcast album. But I feel like that doesn't hurt them or hinder them. It actually also it actually adds to their mystique. And although Lauren only did one solo album, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill is in a lot of people's top five top 10 albums of all time myself included is definitely in my top 10 of all time um you heard me just speak on it earlier um saying it was one of the more more impactful for me personally and i've listened to a lot of music man i've listened to a lot of music um you can't call lauren hill overrated and you can't say you know falling off that's so harsh because you know she went through a lot. She was going through a lot of shit, a lot of personal shit. You know, one of the Marley boys she was married to had all them kids with. Come home, find out the man's cheating on her and shit like that. That does a lot to someone. So people deal with shit in different ways. Um, she's still she's trying to get back out there. I think you know she just she's just in a different a different mind frame right now. So I don't I would never call overrated or say she fell off. You know, it's it's a difference between falling off and falling back you get what i'm saying it's it's a difference someone that fell off was like speak on a guy like that i I mentioned before like a trinidad james he was still trying to make music it's just people wasn't fucking with it no more he couldn't capture lightning in a bottle twice you know what i mean and that that type of music that he was making that made him hot you won't be listening to that 20 years from now and i've said that before but i called a hater about it I mean, you're going to listen to music that 3000 has made. You're listening to it now. I mean, prototype from the, you know, from the speaker from the love below people still bumping. Hey, y'all, that shit is still on commercials and TV shows and shit like that. And that shit came out in what? Early 2000s. So, I mean, almost 20 years later, you think about Outkast, man, like the, the music that he's made and he's been a part of you're gonna listen it's some 25 years later i still listen to it a lot of other people still listen to it i mean they got throwback stations here in chicago that still play i'm sorry miss jackson and hey y'all and you know i'm saying southern playlist the cadillac music and shit like that hold on i'm sorry y'all i gotta do it i'm sorry but um i gotta hit this water bro ever so often but that stuff comes out and 20 years later, like you listen to the Fuji's, the score is like that could have easily been in my top 10 impact, but it wasn't. I mean, it'll be in a, you know, it'll be in a, in a list for me, but it just wasn't one of my favorite albums of all time, but it's definitely, you can't dispute what they did. And she was a main ingredient of that. So I think saying it fell off is such a harsh word. They just decided to do other things. Now 3000, we all know that, he comes in and he never disappoints when he does a feature on someone's shit. That like people talk about J. Cole, you know, I'ma stop doing features. You have people like T.I. and guys like that that's like, I waited like six years for this dude to, to do this feature with me. And it was worth every, you know, every moment. <clears throat> when he did the I'm sorry joint with uh, on T.I.'s what was it, Trouble Man album. And the shit that he says, like, it goes over a lot of people's heads. And you know the the boring you know the, the boring term gets thrown out there. That's for niggas who just you know that like to listen to niggas that write their rhymes down with crayon. I've said that before. That you can't take niggas on the internet serious. Like is people gonna say that that's boring? But that's just because they don't understand it. 
they don't understand the real wordsmith and wordplay and you know metaphors and shit like that. <clears throat> all they understand is ad libs and grunts. <laughs> That's all they understand is ad libs. That's all they understand is ad libs. So they they listen to ad lib rappers. I like listening to MCs. Lauren is a true MC and she can go the R and B route. Three thousand is a true MC and he can do shit that a lot of your favorites can't do. He's like one of your favorite rapper. I guarantee you. Unless they just a, a, a brain dead nigga that's out right now. He's probably one of your favorite rappers, favorite rapper. So just you guys got to listen to that. I think it adds to that mystique. I won't call that falling off. I think that's disrespectful for you to say that they fell off. There's a difference between falling off and falling back. Um, There's some good shit. Shout out to my boy A9, a.k.a. Anonymous. Um, Represent Broward County out there in Florida. Um, he's going to be performing real soon at a uh, halftime at a heat game. I don't know exactly which one. I haven't talked to him, but I'm sure he'll tell me by the end of the day, the end of me recording this, he'll let me know. And also having his music. I, now we knew about this weeks ago, but he's going to have some of his music put. He's going to have some of his music put into NBA 2K20. That's huge. It just sucks that it's put into a dog shit game. You know what I'm saying? Cause 2K20 is dog shit, bro. I hate to say it, man. It, it has so much promise, but it's a dog shit game, bro. It's like it, it came out with a bad taste, man. When you're being lied to and told you'd be able to do one thing and can. And it, I mean, it, it's just a dog shit game, bro. You just try to play it because there's no other basketball games that's to be played right now. That's we all rooting for NBA Live to do something, rebrand, do something, yo. Because I'm sick of 2K's bullshit. It's like I find myself every year I play the game less and less and less. And it started after 16. 17, I stopped playing in March. 18, I stopped playing because that that game was just product placement. I oh god, I don't don't let me stick to the music, bro. I don't want to talk about that game and harp and rant on that shit. Oh, let's just 2K20 is a dog shit game, and I just I'm, I'm glad to hear my boy is making big moves, man. Like big moves. Told people, man, years ago, I said this dude got talent. You know, some of the people that, that claim they fuck with us, they didn't really fuck with us. And they got mad at certain people. They like, oh, he he's just going to do this. He's going to be a SoundCloud rapper, blah, 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 blah. Like, man, this nigga's got talent. Like, I know at least three of his songs word for word. That's how much I listen to it. it ain't just because, you know, he and GI and shit like that. This dude took time off from doing GI shit to do his music thing. You can't be mad at him for that. We was always supportive of this dude's music career. Shout out to him. You know, say he a real one for putting TBH on his last project. Know what I mean? So check that dude out, man. We've been telling y'all for years this dude had talent, and now the shit is finally being, you know, being noticed. You know what I mean? So I'm happy. Anytime my people, you know, what I'm saying is is doing good, I'm happy for him. I'm never that that sneaky jealous nigga. Like nah, I'm happy for this dude. Like legitimately happy for him. Um, new some some new music that came out that I, you know, I had to get caught up with. Um, Fabulous Summertime Shootout Three. I listened to pretty much all of that. It's pretty good. It's, it was okay. I mean, Fab never really disappoints. Um, Dave East, uh, Survival. Uh, I'm a Dave East fan. I'm was I, I I liked it, but I didn't love it. So maybe if me and Jay Z do another episode of uh, <laughs> Enlightened Sounds. Which I don't know, y'all. Jay Jay got some real life shit going on right now, man. This dude about to have a baby, just got married. So for those who's listening to this and hoping for that, man, I 
I can't promise anything. So I try to hold my music like critique and shit for that. But if it, that doesn't pan out and he gets too busy for it, then I'll start kind of like segueing, doing some shit. I'll do it in a different way and I'll probably double dip and just do it. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it solo or have somebody else join me with it if he can't. We'll see, man. We'll see how that that plays out, man. I know Jay. I know he'll find the time to, to get it done when he can. Um, also, uh, the Griselda. They came out with WWCD. I haven't gotten through all of that yet. I've only listened to like a little bit of that, so I can't really um, I can't really get my opinion on that. But it did come out, <clears throat> and I, I do want to listen to that because I, I, I respect those dudes. And they put Buffalo on the map. Um, one of the questions I got was uh <clears throat> was uh let's see i actually got a couple one person asked me uh some stuff about best uh, music of the decade i'm gonna say that for the for the end of the year so the next the next podcast i do the next episode i do i'll do that when i got my word on that i'll go through a lot of it because it's been a lot of good and it's been a lot of bad so I'll go through that. Uh, but someone did ask me another question saying that um, the biggest difference in the music in the past decade in the back. Oh, my God, I can't talk. Biggest music in the past decade. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a simplified version. Uh, streaming instead of buying music. It, it became the streaming, the streaming uh, era came to st- the streaming decade more people talking about music but not actually buying it they just streaming it and i mean if you ain't got money like that i understand but if you support the artist then you should support the artist get what i'm saying um one of the things i'm not a big fan of been a lot of quantity over quality music like where a guy will will come will make a song and four hours later after he recorded it is is out on the forums it's out on the internet for everybody to hear and you can tell because it's, it's either horribly mixed or it's um or, or or lyrically it's just trash. Like and we throw that word around a lot. And I I've tried not to use that word trash, but lyrically it'd be trash. And it shows. I've heard a lot of people, and I won't name no artists and shit like that right now, but um you know what? I take that back. I remember this the, this coming from the Migos, them saying that they made a song. And it's supposed to be like this banger or whatever. They only made it. It only took them 20 minutes to make it. When people say that, a lot of times you can tell. And like, you shouldn't say that because we can tell. Like, it only took you 20 minutes to make that song. Somebody gave you a beat. Y'all just start saying some bullshit over it. And, you know, you, you had a catchy hook already in your head. And y'all getting by off the hook. Like, how long you think them hooks gonna get y'all by? And I'm not talking about the Migos in general. I mean, specifically, I'm talking about rappers in general. Like, y'all can't be... You know, like I remember in the, the early 2000s, early to mid 2000s. I mean, yeah, it was like the mid 2000s ringtone rap. Now it's just, you know, get a cat, get a catchy hook. You know what I'm saying? Get a catchy hook. And we just going to throw shit out there. Boom, boom, boom. Like, boom, boom, boom. You can't just throw shit out there, man. Like, y'all got to take time to work on y'all shit because it's starting to show. And I'm not saying, like I said, it, it's, 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 it's the shit that's put out in the, the front line because. I think artists that, you know, I feel like some of the most criminally underrated artists, you know, is they don't get the they don't get the shine that they deserve. But some of these whack ass rappers, they they always in our faces. I'm like, why are they still here? But 
trust and believe they they won't last that long because there'll be a new fad and them dudes gonna get fizzled out so yeah definitely quantity over quality uh, a lot of weirdos being praised for the wrong things in this in, in music it's it's just really bad uh fast food music the microwave era i, I just touched on that like it's a lot of shit man where it's just it's good for now it gets it, it gets cooked up so fast but it ain't it ain't nothing that's gonna stick to your ribs and like i said before when i was talking about like those those albums that impacted me like all that shit all those albums that i talked about i still listen to today you know what I mean? A lot of those albums are like 20 plus years old. Like you think of an Illmatic, the album is 25 years old. It came out in 94. It's 2019. You know what I'm saying? You know, Ready to Die came out in 94. It's 2019. You know what I mean? Miseducation Lauren Hill came out in you know, 2000 and, I mean, damn, 2000. 1998. And it's 2019. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's a long time, man. It's a long time. A lot of those albums, like Usher, Confessions, that shit came out in what, like 2003? Maybe 2004? I think it was 2004. Uh, So, you know, that was a long time, man. That was like, what, 15 years ago? That's a long time. So, you just do the math, man. A lot of these albums that they be putting out, a lot of this work that they put out, it's just, it's just quick hits, man. It's like putting a fucking... A pizza puff or you know what I'm saying? Some shit in a, in a microwave and you warming that shit up and eating. I need some shit that's gonna stick to my ribs. That's what I want. That's what great music is to me. So and I think a lot of artists don't get get the um the recognition that they deserve. Like artists in particular. I did another thing on uh Twitter when I was like some of the most underrated artists, unappreciated artists. Um of course I'm gonna say Rhapsody. I feel like Rhapsody is the best MC period, male or female, right now that's out. That's just my humble opinion. And I've been saying that for years. And I, I, I'm i glad to see that a lot of people been like hitting me up on Twitter and in Twitch streams and shit. Like, yo, fuck, I've been hearing you talk about this girl for like four years, four or five years now. And I've just not really started listening. Yeah, dude, you was right. I'm like, I know, nigga. I'm always right when I'm talking about music, bro. Like, it's always a matter of opinion. But when I'm talking about like, far as like lyricism, yo, I, I don't miss the mark on that. And when I talk about shit like that, man, y'all guys, y'all gotta be paying attention, man. I be already knowing, man. Um, like rappers, rappers be just like I'm saying, rappers just be putting out anything. And um, producers, quote unquote, producers just they just really beat makers because a real producer sits in there with the artist when they making the music instead of just saying, "Here go the beat, take it, do what you want," and then they make a lot of whack ass songs on hot beats. It's just a waste of a beat to me, but I figure if they just getting, they weren't about getting paid and not what's getting put on that beat, then I guess it, you know, it is what it is. But like I was saying before, some of the more underrated, underappreciated, you know, MCs of my, you know, that I, that I always felt Beanie Siegel, uh, like the, the dude that's out now, uh, JID, that dude is, that dude is nasty. That dude is a problem. You know what I mean? I've always been a fan of, uh, like, I'll take it back a little further, not too far back, but uh, Juel Santana. I always thought Juels was hot. Guys like that, I always felt, you know, they got their buzz, but but they didn't get put out there on the front line like I felt they could have and should have. And, man, sometimes it's self-inflicted because they don't, you know, they, they just content with doing what they're doing. But I feel like right, right now, J.I.D. is... Because Rhapsody is, is getting her name out there. And she's out there. It's just, you know, people just ain't fucking. Because 
I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to listen to. I can't listen to Cardi B all day. She's a good girl and all that shit, man. She cool. She seems like she cool as shit and genuine as fuck. But I, I just I can only listen to so much Cardi B because I know she don't write all that shit. I, I'm just I'm just from cut from the cloth that like take that that uh what the fuck is that that solo reprise shit on that Frank Ocean when Andre 3000 had that shit when he was like he said that line like I was under the impression that everybody wrote their own verses. I'm hurt, you know what I'm saying? Shit, he like, he like, damn, I feel like a fool. Was I just wake working too hard? Because it can go on Mr. Aubrey Graham too, Drake. You know what I mean? It was been speculated he don't write his own shit all the time. So I'm just a fan of artists that write their own rhymes and, and stuff like that. That's that's just me. So that's just the that's just the traditionalist in me. I mean, I know everybody didn't always write all their shit, but you shouldn't be allowed to get mentioned in that that goat status and, and stuff like that if you're not. Or that top top of the mountain status if you're not writing your own shit. I mean, to me, you ain't doing that. You just you just you just good karaoke. So whatever. Uh I know a lot of y'all may or may not know who this artist is. No name. I remember we uh I didn't I didn't even hear of her until me and JG um reviewed her album. And she's like a spoken she got like the spoken word vibe to me. And apparently she's from Chicago and I I didn't even know that either until like I said months ago we did a shit and jg told me about it shout out to jg because jg be putting me up on good shit just like i know i'll be putting them up on shit too um she she went on record saying that she won't keep performing for majority white audiences and whoo yeah she got dragged for that because this this is my take on that i guess she she's trying to target you know of course the the younger black crowd and that's fine and all but that to, to people that had never heard of you, that could be a complete turnoff. You know what I mean? People could that could be a complete like had I never heard of, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I would be like, alright. But my thing is this, man. If if the target audience that you're aiming for some reason doesn't really support you, then you gotta roll with the ones that actually do. You you got to. You you have to. We we in this game like the game Illuminati and all that stuff, man. With us, we we don't like go out for a specific audience, but we know what our audience is. We just know what who our audience you know are. So, and I'm gonna hit y'all with an unpopular opinion. White people rock with you harder if they feel you. If they fuck with you, they gonna fuck with you and they gonna ride with you. So I, I feel like ride that wave because. They gonna really support you, and niggas with opinions don't support you on iTunes or YouTube anyway. So that's an unpopular opinion. I know you want to target that audience that you you know that you feel like you appeal to, but let's be real, niggas don't support you on iTunes or YouTube or Twitch or Facebook, whatever, whatever platform you out here on. Niggas ain't gonna really support that shit. They gonna claim they do, you know what I mean? But most of them really not don't get me wrong you're gonna have your 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 fans you gonna have your people your followers and shit like that that fuck with you but as a general consensus nigga black folks are the least supportive they claim they support you but they really don't most of the time most of the time they really don't they really don't stop me when i lie now y'all know somebody that's listening to this right now is like damn when i think about it he ain't lying I'm telling you, yo, like that's the real on the real. Some people are not going to want to hear that, but it's the truth. Niggas with opinions don't support you on iTunes, YouTube, you know what I'm saying? And whatever other platform you put your shit out on, they going to claim they fuck with you. 
You know what I'm saying? They gonna, all right, I'm gonna fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? But they really not gonna fuck with you. Oh, man. Let's get into the gaming thing, man. I've talked enough about music. Let's get into the gaming thing. Uh, the Game Awards, that's gonna be coming uh, on December the 12th, I believe. I think that's on a Thursday, too. Too bad I won't be able to uh, partake in that or watch it this time around. Y'all know, um, if y'all follow us on Twitch and shit like that, GI on Twitch, y'all know we do our typical roast of the game and awards that's been like a staple for the past like what three four years now we've been doing that um i don't think we all gonna be able to do it this time i know like i said before you know jay got his personal shit he he dealing with you know he doing he doing life shit real life shit tbh is about to be in the process of moving um you know i know ace just moved into a new house nomad probably be working i'm gonna be working you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But I think when that shit comes on, I'm probably going to be asleep because I work overnight. So I'm not getting up to early to watch no fucking award show. I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to be real. I'm not doing it. Um, Death Stranding came out. Yawn. I don't care about that shit. That game looks boring. I know people want to put that as, you know, the whole Kojima shit. Man, I don't care about that game. That game looks boring. Uh, Star Wars The Fallen Order is out. It looks pretty good. I've seen, uh, I think it was JG was playing. I've seen Ace playing. I've seen TBH playing. I've seen Ethos playing. they like, everybody in GI fucking with that shit. Except for myself. Uh, I think no man fuck with it either. But um, I'm just not into Star Wars like that. Even though I did like the Force Unleashed the, uh, three, on the 360 and shit. But I I just don't have time. It's going to be another. If I got that game, it's going to be another game that I ain't beat, man. I ain't even. Dude, <laughs> I'm a clown myself. I still have God of War, right? Still in the fucking plastic. I have not opened that game yet to play it. That's that's how that's how backlogged I am right now. I have not even opened that game up to play it. So, and I just put that up on Instagram recently too, and niggas was clowning me for that shit. And I deserve it, so I I can't even get mad at it, man. I just you know I just laugh at myself, man. You gotta be able to laugh at yourself sometime. All right, another question. Um, this was from what's your name? He's on Twitter. Hit me up. Uh, why ugh, y'all with these YBN name? YBN Corey G, Corey ZG. Some sh- I ain't saying all that shit. You know who you is, nigga. If you you listen to it, y'all be having too many letters and shit, man, and numbers and stuff behind y'all name. I ain't saying all that. He said, "Uh, what's the hardest game I ever played?" Uh, when you know the hardest game you ever played, it ain't even it ain't even hard to figure it out, bro. Um, by far, Ghouls and Ghosts, or they called it Ghosts and Goblins, whichever one it was. It was on arcade. It was an arcade game. Yes, that was. Yes, I did used to play arcade games. I'm old enough to play arcade games, and you probably are, are too. And just don't know it. This was before, you know. <clears throat> well, actually, consoles was around, but you know, we used to go to the arcades and play games too. But um, Ghouls and Ghosts, that's a Capcom game too, by the way, and uh. It was on arcade and it was on the NES. <clears throat> and uh, maybe Battletoads. I have to it's a toss up between those two. Battletoads. That game was hard as shit, man. I fucking hated that game. It's like you like playing it, but you hated the shit. And then when you play with two players, you and your you and whoever you playing with, y'all be hitting each other and shit. Like they made that game just hard for no fucking reason, dog. <laughs> hard for no difficult for no reason. Alright, this is what I just seen, like, right before I decided to record this shit. This is the one I just seen on Twitter. Now, I seen this on the FGC side of things. Now, we all know that, like, some of these, some of these FGC dweebs are some of the most sheltered gamers on the planet. Because most of them don't get out much. 
and you know they they so busy you know trying to time they button they button and counters and shit they don't get out much and you know I seen this tweet and I quote and I'm gonna quote this shit word for word I I put it in here word for word so y'all can actually feel exactly where this is coming from and subway he said I'm sorry I'm sorry but if you drowning in pools for one or two years straight at every event it might be time to pack it up yeah this is this is a, an FGC guy I've never heard of him Nomad follows this clown so you know which is the only reason why I, when I seen the tweet you know I didn't it's the only reason why I even seen the tweet but what kind of discouraging logic is that to give people that's in, you know, that's trying to get their feet wet in the FGC shit? Like, okay, you're not going to win every time. Some some people don't care about all that. Shit. Some people just want to go to interact with other people. Some people just want to go to see where they stand and where they are in the FGC and how good they really are just to test themselves against, you know, people that's supposed to be, quote unquote, the best of the best, the elite. But then... After seeing that this dude's tweet was from seeing, you know how you can see like when they put the location on his shit, he had the location on his shit, and this tweet came from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, so you know this came from a place of hurt, place of despair, place of hopelessness. Yeah, it came from that. So you already can guess what kind of slander, you know, he was he was he almost got unloaded on him from me. But the fact that he was cool with Nomad, I you know. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chill. I'm a fall back. I'm not going to say anything, but I ain't gonna lie. I almost quote tweeted and responded and told his ass like, nigga, you from Cleveland. So somebody should have told you to pack it up years ago. You know what I'm saying? Somebody just told you to pack it up. I mean, I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? I wonder how many times he wanted to rage quit his life just for living in Cleveland. So <laughs> I'm sorry, yo, but nigga, you can't talk about nobody, nigga. You in Cleveland. And that's the real on the real. You go outside, it's nothing. Every, every time you go outside, it looks like a fucking, uh, it looks like a DLC map. A DLC map from some fighting game that you playing on, nigga. With all types of shit going on in the background. I know I know that's how you feel every time you step outside. That shit is depressing, bro. I've, I've driven past Cleveland before and it's... There's no hope over there. I'm sorry, y'all. That's that shit looks like that shit looks like the fucking uh fucking the last of us. Real shit. Uh that shit look post-apocalyptic. But luckily, no luckily Nomad said he knows him, so I, I just I just kept it chill. We gonna move on, yo. Um sports. Uh yeah. Deontay Wilder knocked out Ortiz. And that shit went crazy on Twitter, bro. Like he hit his ass with that right. Well, that right hand is like fucking cannon, bro. So this is going to eventually set up a rematch between him and Tyson Fury. I'm all in for that. Y'all know boxing is my sport. Um, I wish they come out with some other boxing game. Uh, I know they got one in the works called Hard Knock Nights. Hard, yeah, Hard Knock Nights. Um, the people over there actually it reached out to me and you know saying it was like yeah, this and the development and all that. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even notice the email until like like a month or two later so i don't know i mean i would have loved to i think they probably seen my video that i did talking about a new fight night and then i did another video about the mike tyson boxing game and those two videos themselves probably got like seven hundred thousand views 
something like that two of my most you know viewed videos on youtube and um shout out to showbiz the adult he a big time boxing fan and uh he does a lot of uh videos on youtube about boxing and boxing games and shit so shout out to him so they reached out to him and i looked and seen he's gonna be a ref in the game so maybe if i would have got that email or, or reached back in time or something i probably would have been in that game though i don't know like i said i haven't really looked into it it's still in development so who knows and i think those people that are in canada where they uh where they are developing the game so more of that comes along i'll i'll you know i'll talk about it later but um yeah for the boxing um i'm interested in seeing this this uh anthony joshua ruiz rematch um i just want to see fury and uh joshua get it on man i just want to see the three two of the three top heavyweights get it on and so if ruiz drop him again then you got to put ruiz up there because but then maybe he just got his number we'll see but um let's go along some idiot on twitter right it's a lot of idiots on twitter man y'all give me a lot of material i gotta thank y'all man y'all are some idiots but y'all give me material so i thank you some idiot on twitter right made a post talking about uh he said some shit to the degree of the nba center position has oh that's what he said the nba center position has never been better than it is in today's league and then he stated that carl anthony towns Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Anthony Davis, which Anthony Davis is a power forward, but I'll let him slide. And uh, Al Horford and uh, and Boogie Cousins, Demarcus Cousins, are all equally as good. No, he said they're all better than uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, <laughs> y'all know I y'all know I took it to him, right? I couldn't resist, man. I'm looking, I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? <clears throat> I'm like, look at look at Elijah Wan's resume, man. This man has played 82 games multiple times in a season. From year one through like 15, he's always been out there on the floor. Never been, you know what I'm saying, injury, uh, injury uh, issue. This man has back-to-back NBA titles in 94-95 an MVP defensive player of the year I believe multiple times if I'm not mistaken he was actually in the he was actually uh, in the top five in five different categories a couple times in the league this dude was 6'11 with shoes on he can run like a fucking he can run like a gazelle he can ball he can handle the ball he can shoot his post game was unparalleled players right now Right now, go to see Hakeem Olajuwon to learn how to post up. Of course, that shit didn't work for Dwight Howard because he never learned. But people right now, Olajuwon is like, what, 56 years old or some shit like that? And people are still going to work out with Hakeem Olajuwon to learn how to post up. That says a lot, man. A lot. A lot. A lot. Michael Jordan says, yo, <laughs> I picked my starting five. Elijah got to play center. That says a lot, man. That speaks volumes, yo, on how great he was. Let's start off. Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think he's ever got out in the first round of the playoffs yet. Now, granted, he's young, and I get that and all that shit. But when you make those statements, I'm going to come after you. Joel Embiid. When Joel Embiid plays at least 70 games in a season, then come talk to me. I don't think he's ever played more than 60 
Dude, what's the most he's played? Maybe 60-something games in a season at that, at best. And he was out his first, what, two years of, the, of his NBA career. So I don't even want to hear that shit. You know, he, he hasn't gotten out the second round yet. Uh, Jokic hasn't gotten out the second round yet. And he, he Jokic, let's be real. Jokic is a good player, but he played. If he played in that era where Olajuwon um, played it, he he get destroyed because one, he doesn't move his feet well. He doesn't jump. I mean, he can step out and shoot and all that. That's all well and good, but he don't rebound. Well, he does get rebounds, but he's not a great rebounder. He can get a triple double and shit like that, but that's just because most of the time he's the biggest guy on the floor. He's not going to out-rebound a Patrick Ewan, a Lajuan, David Robinson, you know, guys like that. He's not going to out-rebound a Dennis Rodman. So, nah, that's not going to work. Um, Anthony Davis, even though he put him in there, Anthony Davis is a power forward, but Anthony Davis can't even play a full season. And I love Anthony Davis. Y'all know that. He's from Chicago. I got nothing but love for the dude, but he's, ne- he's never out there when you need him the most. I'll just say that. Al Horford. <laughs> Next, oh God, DeMarcus Cousins, come on, man. The last three years he's been hurt. He's always out of shape. I like DeMarcus Cousins. At one point, he was the best center in the league, in my personal opinion. I say three years ago, if you would have asked me in 2016, I would say DeMarcus Cousins is the best center in the league. And I'm not going to like discredit his talent, but let's be real. He's not going to be able to do anything, and I mean anything, with Akeem Olajuwon. Y'all seen what Hakeem Olajuwon did to Shaq? Come on, son. Y'all can't. Y'all gotta do y'all homework before y'all make these comments, bro. Like, I'll leave it at that. Demarcus Cousins got carried. I mean, yeah, he got to the finals, but come on, man, he was hurt for that whole that whole run and came back and tried to play and then got hurt again. So, yeah, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Ain't none of them dudes fucking with Olajuwon right now. Anthony Davis is probably the closest, but like I said before, Anthony Davis is a power forward. He couldn't, he can't really bang down that. Well, today's NBA, he can because centers ain't really shit no more. All right, let's get on the real life shit, right? Um, this was something that was discussed in like uh, it was discussed in a Twitch chat. And somebody was saying some shit and um, it came off, you know, talking about, you know, having OGs and shit like that. Somebody started, you know, with the whole old head talk. Um, I hear these words that get thrown around a lot, mainly by people on the Internet that don't know how to distinguish the two, you know, old head versus the OG and shit like that. Uh, So I feel like it's my job to school y'all on the difference. Now, an old head... Is someone who has the mentality that the way shit was, the way they did shit back in back in the day, is the only way you should do shit now, and that's dumb nigga logic. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Old head was once a young fool, and y'all heard me say this before that old fools used to be young fools. It has nothing to do with someone's you know saying age or. You know, it has nothing to do with someone trying to school you on tradition or respect or anything, you know, in between. It's just some people like to throw that word out when they don't like to be wrong. So I feel like once before, like I said before, I have to like tell y'all, like I hear I hear that shit all the time. Right. 
and when it, it mostly happens when you're debating about music or sports. Because a lot of you new niggas, let's be real, a lot of you new niggas don't know how to be wrong and keep it moving. Instead, you resort to name calling and being the loudest one in the room, which is a weak nigga trait, by, by the way. Say, for instance, I've, I've been, like for me personally, I've been able to watch Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James all in their prime. And not having to resort to watching YouTube clips or, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. Or highlights to sway my opinion. Or some social media clown, you know what I'm saying, swaying it either like some of y'all do. Y'all let Cash Nasty tell y'all that this person is the GOAT because he say it is. And start throwing off a bunch of shit. Or, you know what I'm saying, saying that LeBron or somebody else telling you that Kobe is the GOAT. Or letting somebody else tell you that Michael Jordan is Like, you'll get caught. Like, seriously. Like, and when... When somehow when you express what you've seen and you give your opinion, you'll get called an old head just because. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Or when you talk about music and someone wants to tell, try to tell you that, oh man, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. That Nas and this and J. Cole boring and this person is. I rather listen to Lil Uzi and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what are they saying? Like, this happened some years ago and I've said this before. We used to be in TVH streams all the time talking about music. Now I've been guilty of it, and I, I, you're not going. I'm not going to dispute that. I've been guilty of just kind of like dismissing the new, the newer artists. I've been guilty of that. I have no, you know, I have no problem with admitting that. So I can see how that would come across. How I would come across as, you know, having the old head mentality. But with that comes some truth. And I used to say this shit all the time. Like these dudes not going to be around. This shit not going to happen. What I was talking about earlier. So I'm not going to say it again. And we listen to like classic music because it says something to you and it did something for you. A lot of this shit out now, it ain't doing nothing for me and it ain't saying nothing to me. It's all shit that's hot right now. When I talked about, you know, all the artists that were supposedly hot, like when I say that 2005 through 2010 was the dark days of rap music, I wasn't lying. Prove me wrong. I legit just did a, a live, I mean, a live stream on Twitch when we was going through 2000 through 2010 and picked my playlist. And I was like, this is what was hot back then. And I was playing that shit. And it was people that was young, young people that was like, I forgot all about this shit. Get what I'm saying? People was legit forgetting all about that shit, man. Because that music is forgettable. It's microwave music. It's fast food music. Just like what I was saying earlier. But I don't want to digress. Like I said before, you go back to the sports shit. Like I said, I was able to see all the like some of the greatest players in their prime. Granted, I'm not old enough to have seen Kareem play or Wilt Chamberlain. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. <clears throat> but some of the people that get brought up in the argument all the time, I've watched them all. You can't really say anything if you haven't been able to really watch those all those guys play. You basically have highlights to go off of. I mean, my thing is, it's so easily accessible now. Well, y'all could just go on the internet and find all these games and find all this shit and find out why these people are so revered. You know what I'm saying? But y'all don't. You just go off of what you see now. Everybody wants what they have in front of them to be considered the greatest. So they can say, hey, I seen the greatest player ever. And I understand that because I've probably done that too. My my favorite player when I was when I was a kid growing up was Anthony Hardaway. I was more of an Anthony Hardaway guy than a Michael Jordan guy. But when Jordan retired, 
and came back to the Bulls and they repeated again, like by that last year, it made me really appreciate what he did for the game and said, yo, this dude came back, got back in shape, boom, one, three more. <laughs> it's like, this dude was like, he, he refused to lose. And that's why I always would say Michael Jordan is the best ever because that killer instinct and Kobe tried to emulate it and all that shit. But you know, he fell a little short. He was, he was a lot more, um, inefficient than LeBron and, and, and MJ. That's why I would always say LeBron is definitely in the conversation. I'm not a LeBron hater. So, but yeah, y'all get what I'm saying, man. But you get called an old head because you know, but most of you niggas don't even have y'all dads in y'all lives. Most of these niggas don't have their dads in their lives to tell them how stupid they sound anyway. So that's why I don't really pay that much attention to it. But I just felt like to kind of like give you an example of how people try to try to play that because people have tried that shit with me and then they'd be like, yo, hold on, you old head or hold on, OG, OG. Like, first of all, before I get into the example of an OG, y'all got to watch how y'all throw that word around because I know some people try to throw it as like a term of endearment. Some people try to throw that shit out there as like a little slick way of trying to call you old. And niggas don't like that shit. I'm telling y'all, man. Some niggas don't like that shit. Like, I'm just being real with you. Some people don't like that shit. Don't call, just call somebody OG when you, like, when, yeah, all right, you got it, OG. It's like trying to say, yeah, right, old nigga, get the fuck out of my face. My thing is, look. An OG is an older fella that's actually been through some shit say he's been to prison or you know what i'm saying he, he's been out here you know in the world you know what i'm saying he's been a player or whatever whatever you whatever you need he got that experience i mean in the work field he had a bunch of different jobs and shit like that he could put you up on game now this guy only wants the best for you and he'll try to keep you in check so you don't have to struggle and suffer the, the way that he did or those around him did we all need someone like that in our lives of course i did when i was younger even if you even if you had your pops around this guy can sometimes school you on shit that your pops can't can't do do for you like you know in the streets and different real life situations that you know what I'm saying that can hit you in the chest unexpectedly me is like just some example this ain't no personal experience shit like just just say you like 17 years old right and you and your girl found out that she pregnant she don't want to be a teen mother you don't want to be teen dad but you too scared to tell y'all both too scared to tell your parents about it what do you do you like okay i don't know man who to talk to about this shit i tell my mom or my dad about it they gonna kill me you know what i mean it happened trust me it happens more often than you think man trust me it happens more often than you think you can holler at the og in the hood you know what i'm saying that's probably 35 years old you know what i'm saying you 17 you hollering he's like 35 36 you know what i'm saying he might be 40 years old who knows and he'll give you all the info on how to handle that shit. Why? Because he's probably been through the same shit. And instead of telling you how stupid you are, how careless you are, and clowning you for that shit, he gonna set you up to get it done, you know, without question. And put you in a position where, okay, we made a mistake, all this other stuff, but, you know, at least we ain't gotta worry about, you know, our parents finding out and all this other shit, and we in more trouble than, you know, than we already in right now, so... Y'all just need to like really think about that type of shit, man. Before y'all call, you know, call somebody, you know, you know, old head, old like everybody needs an OG in their life, and there's a difference, you know what I'm saying? Cause some people try to class, you know, try to put them like one in the same. No, 
they ain't one in the same. They, they're definitely not one in the same. So you definitely need both of those in your life, man. You know what I'm You definitely need both of those in your life without question, man. Um, I was going to give y'all like a, a, like a story, a real life story, man, with me, but we closing in on like almost an hour into it. And I still got like one more thing to get on, man. So I'll probably do that on the next one. Because if all I'm gonna be talking about, like, it's like uh, shit from the like decade, like best games of the decade, best music of the decade, or something like that, what I'm gonna do, it'll probably be a fairly short one. So I'll probably throw that in there. So, like I said, man, before we, uh, I'm gonna give, give y'all a movie suggestion. How about that? I'm gonna give y'all a movie suggestion real quick. I just watched this movie. That's why I was on, like, fresh on my mind. Uh, it's a movie called First Time Felon. And it's, uh, it came out in, like 1997. And this movie is about a like a dude that's a drug dealer who gets locked up and ends up cho- choosing a boot camp over five years in prison. Uh, it stars it's actually Omar Epps and Tretch from Naughty by Nature that's in the movie. They they like the the two main characters in the movie. And uh, he got a couple other people in there. I know uh, Pepper from Salt and Peppers. And I don't, without spoiling it, um, he ends up doing the boot camp thing. And he comes home trying to do the right thing instead of hustling and shit like that. He tries to get a job. And that process was so crazy. And it gives you a taste of what's it like to be black in America in a big city on top of that. Because it's supposed to be take place in Chicago. And my one critique on that is that I felt like they made Omar Epps. I don't know if he did it on his own or whatever, but they gave him like this country ass. He had like this country ass accent. I'm like, niggas in Chicago don't talk like that, man. Like, yo, you know, down here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, niggas don't talk like that here, man. Like, we don't talk like that in Chicago, bro. <laughs> For real. But other than that, I didn't have really no issue with the movie. But it gives you a it gives you a taste on what it's like to be black in America. And on top of that, after you have a felony conviction on your record, this dude could not find a job, you know what I'm saying, to save his life. And then he was like, yo, you know, basically, if I can't get done, I might have to go back out here. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, he had the first time felon program, so he's eligible for boot camp. You get locked up again, bro, you ain't going to be, you know, you're going to be eligible for that. So, you know, it's it's just going through that whole trial and tribulation of that shit, man. And, you know, other shit with his ex-girl. And I ain't going to spoil too much of it. Y'all just check that out, man. It's some powerful shit, though, man. Like, in an underrated movie, in my opinion, man. Like, it's one of those things, like, if you watch that shit with like your dad or your uncle or some shit like that and they never seen that before if they have seen it before like oh yeah this is what's up here bro it gave you a taste of that mid to late 90s vibe you know what i'm saying us uh, chicago and you man you get put in that system bro it's tough man it's it's some tough shit to get to get through and it's virtually impossible to get out of so once you in that system man it's rough as fuck and it basically shows you man like all the shit he had to deal with all the shit he had to deal with, and it's like, damn, is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Basically, like, is it worth it? And, you know, and of course, in the end, it shows, you know, how how everything worked out for him and all this. Because it's based out, off a true story by a dude named Greg Yance. So, it's based off a true story on top of that. So, that's why, that's a, that's what made it even better, because it was actually a true story. So, hopefully y'all check that out, man. Um, that, That's a good one, man. Like, if y'all got shit to watch, I actually own that movie on DVD as well so like i said i just watched it i was just like yeah you know what I mean? my house clean i just cleaned my house and all this i'm like yeah let me sit down and watch a movie real quick and i watched that shit i'm like damn i almost forgot how good this movie was 
It was a good acting in that movie, yo. So y'all check that shit out, though. All right, man. Y'all, uh, y'all hear this music? Y'all know what that means? We coming to the end of this thing, man. Um, hit your boy up on social media if y'all got the questions. Um, hit me up on twitch.tv slash leader of the flock. Y'all can hit me up on Twitch when I'm streaming over there. Y'all can hit me up on, you know what I'm saying, on uh, fucking Twitter at flock2k. Hit me up on Instagram at flock.leader. Um, if you want to ask me some questions, use on the podcast. Like I said before, feel free to ask me on either Twitter or Instagram, preferably Twitter, because it's a lot easier for me to like, just look at and see. And I can kind of like, kind of like save it. Or, or like like it or something like that So I can always go back and refer to it I'll just type it in like my notes or some shit like that on my phone If I see it in real time I just think to do that So yeah man y'all holla at your boy over there Hopefully man y'all took something from this podcast Y'all make sure y'all check out all the other podcasts On GI man All them other podcasts I don't feel like naming all them shits right now I'm sorry y'all uh, Yeah I gotta get me some food in my system I'ma holla at y'all on the next one Peace out y'all